thank you for tuning in to the Transformed Podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad, which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. This podcast challenges us to be different from this world in which we live and to transform ourselves into the best that we can be for God. Here is your host, Caleb Rutherford. What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in and being with us today for this episode of the Transform Podcast. I certainly do appreciate your time and your attention uh, that you give to this podcast. As a host here, it means so much to me that um, that you listen to it. I'm truly honored and humbled, um, and I hope that it's beneficial to you. I hope it's helpful to you. I hope you're growing uh, as a person and that your faith is getting stronger. Uh, please don't forget, if you haven't already, give us a rating or review on whatever platform it is that you use, and that would certainly help us out greatly as we continue to, gr- to grow and to get our name out there as to who we are. So please remember to do that if you do have an opportunity. I certainly do hope you're enjoying this new season, uh, season two of the Transform Podcast. I hope that you're enjoying all the other podcasts throughout the week and that you're taking advantage uh, of the episodes that we're pushing out every single day. I hope you're enjoying the Scattered Abroad podcast, the joint podcast uh, that we have been putting out. I hope that's been helpful to you as well. And obviously, I do hope that you are enjoying uh, this podcast, the Transform Podcast, and that you are growing and becoming a better and stronger person because of it. As you remember, I said last week, we are jumping right into a brand new series, this idea of being transformed into. Um, And for the first eight weeks of this new series, um, we're going to be looking at individuals from Hebrews chapter 11. We're going to be seeing how we too can transform ourselves into individuals of faith. And to help us do that through uh, week number one is also through week two today and through through week number eight. Um, is going to be Ben McDonald. So Ben, appreciate you joining the podcast again. Yeah, thanks again for having me. I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. So today we're going to talk about a man named Enoch. Now, Enoch is a really, really cool study. I am, I'm really glad I picked uh, these individuals because it really helped me study someone I really didn't know a whole lot about um, and going through this. But I want to read Hebrews chapter 11 and verse, uh, verse 5 because this is where we find him being talked about in here in this so-called hall of faith. Hebrews 11 and verse 5, by faith Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Now, who was Enoch? Um, and again, just like last week, just like Abel, not a lot is known about Enoch. Um, and yet, he still makes it into the hall of faith in Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 5. And so, kind of to the same point we made last week at the beginning of the episode, your name doesn't have to be known in order to do great things. Your name doesn't have to be known in order to be a great Christian, a strong Christian, someone of faith. That kind of stuff, it doesn't matter. Um, who knows your name and you know who knows who you are at all? That stuff doesn't matter. All that matters is, is that you are someone who is living for God and that you're growing your faith to be stronger in Him. Right. I think about we look at this chapter as a whole and all the different people. Yeah, there's so many, the variety, right? right. There's so many different kinds of people. Uh, in this chapter from all kinds of different backgrounds, but yet they all made it here. So they're all significant enough in, in God's plan to right. be recorded here for us to learn from. And so, and that's something I don't think we should ever forget is the fact that, you know, again, all that matters is that we're pleasing to God. It doesn't matter if we're well known among men or not. You know, I think about, um, you know, we don't, we won't always be a Peter, but we can be an Andrew and think sure. about John chapter one. In verses 41 and 42, when Jesus, you know, in John's account of Jesus calling the fishermen to be his disciples, we see that Andrew is the one that brought Peter right. to Christ. And we see the great, we know the great things that Peter did for the kingdom. And not that Andrew didn't as well, but we just were more informed about what Peter did. Right. And 
that's one thing I've always thought about too, is that, you know, we might not all, we all have different talents and we might not all be able to be a Peter and reach thousands and thousands of, of souls and bring them to Christ, but we can be an Andrew and we can bring that one or two people that can bring those. And it's, it's everyone working together uh, to further the gospel and to further expand the kingdom of, of God. Exactly. And that's a great point. If, if they're in the Bible, obviously it's important for us to study about them and know about them. And so uh, no, that's a great point you made there. You go to Genesis chapter five um, is where we re, re, really, where we kind of find about find out about Enoch and who he is. Um, you go to Genesis chapter five, you look at verses 18 through 20. We kind of find out that his father is Jared. Um, he had him at age 162. His father died at 962. Um, obviously they lived way longer back then than we do now, but the whole world was different at that time. You go to verse 21. We find out that Enoch is the father of Methuselah. Um, Enoch was 65 years old when he had Methuselah. Ben, what's the interesting fact about Methuselah? The oldest man in the Bible, live. 969 years old. Um, you go to verse 23, um, we read that Enoch was 365 years old when he, quote-unquote, died because, as we're going to see, you go to verse 24, we know that Enoch actually didn't die. And the Bible says in Genesis 5, verse 24, that Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. And another interesting fact about Enoch, if you go to the genealogy of Jesus in Matthew chapter 1, we find Enoch's name in the genealogy of Jesus. And so what a great honor um, for Enoch to be listed among individuals in that genealogy. So that's all we know about Enoch. Now, again, not much is recorded, but think about what is recorded about Enoch. The fact that, number one, he didn't die. And then number two, he's in the genealogy of the Savior of the world. And so pretty pretty interesting to, to see the, the kind of things that are recorded, even though not a lot is recorded about, uh, about this, this man named Enoch. So we talk about this idea of what does it mean, what, what does the phrase by faith mean? And I think we kind of referenced it a little bit uh, last, last week in our episode last week. But we talk about this idea how it was, his, it was Enoch's determination, it was his goal in this life to be a faithful individual. That was his whole focus and purpose and point of being in this life. That is how he had formed his mind to, to think and to act was to be someone who is a faithful individual for God. And what a lesson that is for us. We have so many, I think so many goals, so many targets, so many endpoints in life that we want to get to, that we want to try to meet so many different things in life that we want to try to accomplish. And that's fine. It's fine to have goals and things in this life that you want to do, but we need to ask ourselves is being a faithful Christian to our Lord. Is that, you know, our top goal in this life? Yeah, it's, that's a good point. You know, many times, you know, you look at Enoch, especially, you know, his life was built upon his faith and he did everything according to his faith. And that's something I think we're going to have to, we have to ask ourselves each and every day. We know that as we're walking this, this earth that, you know, many times our priorities can get mixed up, right? You think of this idea of this, you know, physical versus the spiritual, you know, a lot of times that goes from being, you know, things that are tangible to things that are intangible. Right. Many times, um, if we're not looking for them, these spiritual things can become, you know, intangible right. and they're not right in front of us. We can't see them. We can't hear them, touch them, you know, physically speaking. And so because of that, I think sometimes these spiritual things can get maybe pushed aside a little bit because there's not necessarily immediate rewards or immediate consequences. Sure. Whereas for, you know, the spiritual things, those things are eternal. And so, and we'll talk about this in the next uh, few episodes, but we have to be able to look past the temporary to look forward to the eternal, you know, and, and thinking about Enoch, you know, as we said, his faith basically controlled his life in the sense of everything he did was going to, um, be decided by his faith in God. I think in Colossians three seventeen, whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord. 
And so we have to ask ourselves that, you know, right, every day, that will our goals uh, hinder our faith or will they enhance our faith? Right. I think about Matthew chapter 18, verse eight and nine, you know, when Jesus is saying, you know, if your, your hand causes you to sin, cut right. it off. If your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. If, if anything that we are doing in life is hindering our faith, we have to get rid of it. Exactly. We have to get rid of it and we have to be able to walk by faith, meaning that our entire walk in this life um, has to be based on the, the faith that we profess to have in, in God. No, I think it's a great point. And I, I think to, even to the point that you brought up last week, talking about Matthew 6, verse 33, if we're going to seek first the kingdom of God, everything else is going to take a back seat to that. And in order to, and if we're going to be a person of faith, if we're going to be someone who is faithful to the Lord, we're going to make sure that we put off all of those things. And it reminds me actually of Hebrews chapter 12, talking about verse one and two, he talks about putting off the weight and the sin, which, which beset us, which befall us, the things that hold us back in this life. We need to make sure we cut those things out of our lives, put them off to make sure that we can you know, fully run the race and be the best that we can be uh, for God. Now, I want you to listen to this, this point. Just as the condition of Enoch being taken from this world so by not dying, uh, in order for him to do that was him being faithful to God, just as that was his condition. In order for him to be taken from this world without dying was for him to be faithful to God. Our condition, you and I as individuals today, our condition of being taken from this life without spiritually dying is also a faithfulness to God. Now, you and I know, and the Bible tells us that we will eventually die if the Lord does not come back in our, in our lifetime. But in order to ensure that we don't die spiritually, we have to make sure that we're faithful to God. I think about 1 Samuel chapter 12 and verse 24, the Bible says, Only fear the Lord and serve him in truth with all your heart, for consider what great things he has done for you. And I think kind of what a point that is. Why are we faithful to God? Obviously for many reasons, but really one of the biggest reasons is because of the things he's already done and that he will continue to do for us. You know, we think about all the things God has done for us. He's provided us with this world, with our life, with the things that we have, um, and then ultimately with Jesus on the cross for us so that we can have a home in heaven with God one day. So we can ask this question, and well, why? Why would we want to be faithful to God? And I think back to the end of verse 5 of uh, Hebrews chapter 11, um, when the Bible says, For before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Um, Enoch obviously lived a life that was according to God's instructions. He obviously lived a faithful life um, to God, and we stated that before, because he was pleasing to God. In order to be pleasing to God, he had to be living by, by, by the Word of God. And obviously Enoch was doing that. And for us today, we should want to be faithful to God because it's pleasing to Him. You know, you th- I think about the parent-child relationship. You, you think about a child um, and how the child wants to be pleasing to the parent. A child wants to uh, please their parent and wants them to, to be proud of them, of the things that they've done. Um, and how do they do that? They do that in, in, by being faithful to the rules that the parents have set in place for them. If you break those rules, the parent is going to be disappointed in the child, and the child doesn't want that to happen. So in order to be pleasing to the parent, they're going to do what the parent tells them to do. And the same thing is with us as Christians. Today, God is our Father, and we are His children. And you see that all throughout the New Testament. I think about John chapter 1 and verse 12. John says, But as many as received Him, to them He gave the right to become children of God to those who believe in His name. Galatians 3.26, For you are all sons of God. 1 John 3 and verse 1, That we should be called children of God. So this whole idea is throughout the New Testament of God being our Father, we being His children. And so I guess the question then that remains is this. Are we pleasing to God? in the way that we live our lives. You know, we can talk about our conduct, our speech, our dress, our, our thoughts, our emotions, in every aspect of our lives, are we being pleasing to God? 
Yeah, I love the fact that you brought up the parent to child relationship, and I love to to relate that with our relationship with you know with our heavenly Father right. being being God. But one thing I was told a long time ago when I was a, a young uh, child, I guess you could say, but and it wasn't my parents that told me this oddly enough. So I guess it, in that sense, <laughs> it, it stuck better. Right. But um, they told me you know always listen to your parents, and I was, of course I'm like you know that sounds obvious, but then the, I was told the reason why I said because your parents will always look out for your best interest. Your parents look out for your best interest, so therefore above anybody else. So therefore always listen to your parents. And that's something that I've um, truly strived to live by. And obviously there can be some outliers, you know, we're all human. We're not going to be perfect. So I'm not saying every parent is perfect, but generally speaking, your parents will have uh, your best interest at heart. And so, and likewise, God has our best interest at heart, right? Right. God knows what is best for us. And so that's why we need to be able to submit uh, to his will and accept the, the plan that he has for us because we know that he knows uh, that that is what is best. Yeah, it's so interesting. You know, we think about people today and how so often we think we know what's best for us. Um, and more often than not, it's because it's just simply what we want to do. Um, we're not willing to submit and be humble enough humble enough to follow God. And so I know that's a great point. When God knows what's best for us. Therefore, we need to submit to him because obviously he's our creator. He created this world. Um, he knows what we need to do in this life in order to survive and be the best spiritually speaking. And so we need to make sure that we are humble enough to submit to him. Now, third thing I want to talk about is this idea of that Enoch didn't have a, have a physical death. Obviously we've pointed that out. Um, and just as he didn't die physically, we too can also not die spiritually speaking. Um, and I think, I think going back to Enoch, um, obviously there are only two individuals that are recorded in the Bible who did not physically die. The first one was Enoch that, we, that we're talking about now, but the second one was also Elijah. And Elijah in 2 Kings chapter 2, beginning of verse 11, the Bible says that it happened as they continued on and talked that suddenly a chariot of fire appeared with horses of fire and separated the two of them. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. Then you skip to verse 17. The Bible says, but when they urged him till he was ashamed, he said, send them. Therefore they sent 50 men and they searched for three days, but they didn't find him. And so this only happened twice in scripture. So really kind of what, what a, an elite crowd, I guess you could say Enoch is in, in the sense that him and only Elijah, Elisha are the only two, or excuse me, Elijah, I get, I get the two, swap the names all the time. Elijah were the only two who, who didn't die, die physically. I'll get my words out here in just a minute. <laughs> um, obviously Enoch lived his life in such a way so that he pleased God so much so to the point that God took him from this life so that he didn't have to face physical death. So I guess the question for us today is this, how do we as Christians live so that we don't have to face a spiritual death? Um, Because we obviously don't want to die spiritually in the sense that we aren't able to go to heaven. I heard this quote once. It has always stuck with me. It's better to be born twice and only die once than to be born once and die twice. Obviously, when it's talking about the idea of being born twice, physically born and then spiritually born uh, through baptism and then only dying once physically. Um, So I think the answer here is twofold. Number one, the only way that we're able to do this is first by getting rid of those things that our world holds on to. You can go to Galatians chapter five, look at verses 19 through 21. You can talk about the works of the flesh and how um, so oftentimes our lives are wrapped up in those kinds of things. But if we want to make sure that we don't die spiritually, we have to get rid of those things. But then number two, um, we have to add in things to our lives like the fruit of the Spirit. Galatians 5, again, in that chapter, you go verses 22 through 23. And I think that's so important to make sure that as we study the Bible, and I made this point last week, 
as we study the Bible, that we are adding in the things that we need to add in, but that we're also taking away the things that we need to take away. And that's something that we need to make sure that we are continually doing. It's not something that when you become a Christian, you know, bam, you're there and you're good to go for the rest of your life. It's something that we need to be always growing and always evolving. That's this whole idea of transforming. We talked about it um, last season. We're talking about it this season. We're transforming out of, we're transforming into. It's something that we're constantly doing. And it's something that we are constantly trying to grow and evolve into a better person and a better person of faith. And that's exactly what we're talking about here um, in these first few episodes. Yeah. And I think, you know, another thing we can add to that is, you know, asking ourselves, how do we live in that way? So we don't have to face that spiritual death. Um, And you brought up the good points there, but I think also it's having the word of God you know, be our guide for whatever mm-hmm. we do and wherever we go. I think of Psalm 119 and that, that great chapter and how it mentions the word of God so many times throughout that chapter. But I think about, you know, verse 105, thy word is a lamp unto my feet right. and a light unto my path. And skipping to verse 133, you know, Psalmist writing, direct my steps by your word. So if we let the word of God be our guide, we let it, you know, shine its light on, on our path that we're walking in this life, we'll, we'll never be in doubt and we'll never have to live in fear of, you know, am I doing what is right? Cause God is, you know, he's told us everything that we need to know. We've been given it and we just have to abide by that. You know, I think of ourselves and with that, I think it comes with that. We have to ask ourselves that question each and every day. Are my decisions based on the faith that I claim to have in God? And if they're not, if they don't enhance that faith, if they hinder it, we got to get rid of them. We have right. to make um, new decisions, but we know, you know, our faith is what, saves us, right? Ephesians 2 and verse 8, by grace you've been saved through faith. But as we talked about last week and we'll continue to talk about, that's faith in action, right? right. James chapter 2, uh, faith without obedience is, is, is useless. And certainly we see that, you know, that was not the case here with Enoch, but that's what we're meaning when we talk about by faith. It's that genuine faith of being followed up with, with action. And so that's the only way that we're going to be able to get through this life and uh, only die once, as you say, um, is to, to truly walking by faith. Yeah, no, that's a great point. And, you know, when, you, when we think about Enoch, um, Enoch is really a very cool character study. And obviously we don't have um, a lot of time to just dive into all of these characters. Um, just because, you know, we're on, we're, we're trying to keep to some kind of uh, schedule, some kind of time restraint here. Um, but I think some of the points we can take away from this is the fact that just as Enoch was a faithful individual, just as he was someone who followed God and who tried to do all the things that he could do in order to be faithful to him, we too must be faithful. Um, our, our eternity, our eternity, our eternal destination in this life literally depends upon it. And so if we want to ensure that we're going to go to heaven, now we're going to spend our eternity there with our brothers and sisters and with God, our father, then we must make sure that we are faithful individuals. And then we have to make sure that also that we don't die spiritually. It's not something that, you know, we, we just give up along the way. The choice is ours. Nobody's going to make it for us. It's got to be something that we choose to every single day when we wake up, we make the choice that we're going to be a Christian and that we're going to be a spiritual person and someone who is spiritually strong. Um, and so I guess the question is, you know, what choice do you make when you wake up every single day and you look in your mirror, what choice are you making? Are you going to make that choice to be a spiritual person, a Christian, or are you going to be someone who simply decides to live for yourself and to do how, whatever it is that you would want to do? You know, I think about in this life, you know, you've heard this old, the old saying the in life, there's only two certainties, right? Death and taxes. Right. <laughs> and you know, unless the Lord returns sometime in our lifetime, we will suffer that physical death. Right. But as you've mentioned, we don't have to suffer the spiritual death, but we simply have to walk by faith. And if we do that, we don't have anything to worry about. We don't have to fear that second death, but rather we can look to that reward that's waiting for 
uh, the faithful uh, when the Lord will return. Exactly. Uh, again, great points from Ben. I certainly do appreciate you as listeners for joining us today on this episode of the Transform Podcast. Ben, appreciate you helping out on this episode. Look forward to our, our next few together. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Enjoyed it. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. If you would like to email us, you can do so at the Scattered Abroad Network at gmail.com. That's the Scattered Abroad Network at gmail.com. Remember, you can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms and please leave us a rating or review. We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ even though we are scattered abroad. May God bless you.